Thanks for tuning in to the pod. On this episode, I have John and Kevin of the B-Stone Boys out of Detroit, Michigan. We talk about their favorite golf memories, who makes up the B-Stone Boys, and how it all started. But first things first, I wanted to apologize to my guys. I was a little bit excited, or really a lot excited for this podcast. And so I chopped up their name at the beginning of the pod. We pick up talking about John's email. I hope you enjoy no matter what this, yeah, no matter what the situation called for with this guy, if we needed a drive, if we needed one on the green, if we needed him to sink a putt, dude always shows up. So that's how he earned that nickname. I was going to say, because, man, I saw that email. I saw your email with Fat John, and I was like, oh, man, this guy's got to be freaking huge. And then I saw your picture, and I said, I don't know. Maybe that's not him. Maybe it's somebody else. Uh, yeah, no, it's an ironic uh, one. Ironic one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I appreciate y'all joining me all the way from Michigan. All right. Uh, welcome to Nothing is OB Golf Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Andy Torres. I got two very special guests today uh, from the B-Boys. I got Kevin Bonnie, nicknamed Kev Rend. Is that Kev Rend? The Kev Rend, like Ke- the holy Kev Rend. Oh, the holy Kev. <laughs> oh, so you're, so you're holy man. Yeah, I mean, I am an ordained minister, but only for really for friends' weddings and kind of it's a little tongue-in-cheek. Like, no disrespect, just, <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm just, I'm not a role model. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> hey, like, hey, my favorite athlete of all time, Charles Barkley, that's one of his best lines. All right. Also, and I got uh, Johnny Bateman here. I, his email says, Fat John looks nothing of the sorts, taps, darts, Johnny bombs. That's right. All right, guys, so tell me. First things first, what is the B-Boys? That's what I want to know. What is the B-Boys? The B-Stone Boys. Uh, What is it? What is it? So the B-Stone Boys. Um, So originally, where it formed from was one of our uh, guys' trips up north. We were up in northern Michigan, and we we were playing the Wolverine, and it was Sunday. It was the last day of the weekend. I mean, you know how those golf weekends go. You play... I mean, we just got done playing 36 holes and our group was awful. And we were starting our last 18. So we've already played 36. We're going to play another 18 on the Wolverine and up in Traverse City, Michigan. And we ran out of golf. That's how bad we were playing. We all ran out of golf balls. So we went in the pro shop and what was on sale, but the E12 softs from Bridgestone. So we bought a bunch of those because we, at that point, we didn't care. Like we were just like, we, whatever ball we were playing, nothing was working for us. We bought whatever was on sale and we went and played that last day. It was uh, myself. It was Johnny. It was our buddy, Danny, who's the handsome one in the group. He's part, also part of the B-Stone boys and our other buddy, Chris, who's just a giant man child. He's the, <laughs> he's the, he's the best guy you'll ever meet in your life. And he's the most fun guy you'll ever meet in your life. He's just a giant child. So anyway, we start playing and we're playing phenomenal. I mean, we're going like birdie, birdie, par, birdie, birdie, birdie. We're just absolutely rolling. Lights out. We took lights out. And that's, this is where the nickname comes in. Cause Johnny was just like, whatever we needed. Cause we do a scramble format, whatever we needed. If we were falling short, Johnny bombs, Johnny taps, Johnny darts. He came in and stepped up. So by, by the turn, we were calling ourselves actually the Bridgestone boys. Because, like, hey, we're playing Bridgestone golf balls. We've never played them before, and they're changing our lives right now. We're taking skins. We're taking CTPs. Damn. We're long off the tee. Like, it turned the whole weekend around. So we're calling ourselves the, the Bridgestone boys. And we just played a phenomenal round on that Sunday. And so, like, the, it kind of became a revolving joke. You know, the Bridgestone boys, the Bridgestone boys. 
And then we started the Twitter page uh, just as a goof because we're like, hey, we're a fun bunch of guys. Maybe people will have a, you know, have a laugh looking at us because that's all we do is we laugh at ourselves. We don't take ourselves too seriously. But, um, you know, Bridgestone got a hold of it. They dug it. Uh, they started, uh, they sent us a couple of golf balls, just say, hey, thanks for the support. And then we got a little bigger, then we got a little bigger. <laughs> I mean, we're not huge by any means, but it got to a point where they're like, Hey guys, you can't really call yourselves the Bridgestone boys because <laughs> you know, a little bit of copyright there. Um, so it was a friendly yet firm nudge to change our name. So we were like, Hey, are you cool with the B-Stone boys? And they're like, absolutely. Um, and I give a lot of credit to, uh, Mello and Rayberg. Those are the guys that handled the Bridgestone Golf Twitter account. They've been so cool to us this entire time. They've been supporting us this entire time. I mean, outside of like the legal ramifications, which I don't, you know, we don't want to get anyone in trouble. We don't want to step on toes. We're not trying to ride coattails. We're just a group of idiots who love to golf and we hope you enjoy the show and what we have to say. Um, they've been super cool to us. And, uh, you know, we just, it made us love Bridgestone even more. So we've changed our golf league to the B-Stone Boys Golf League, which we do once a week. And uh, I mean, here we are and hopefully we can, you know, go even further. Well, you say the E12s, I'm going to tell you, man, I don't think I've even had seen any E12s. I'm still rocking. Like I got some old Bridgestone balls. I'm playing like E6, E7. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Johnny? Is, is there, was there a, is there an eight, nine out there or no? <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit anything, man. Um, I don't know. Really? Oh, you're that kind of guy. You'll hit anything. Well, so here's my thing is, uh, I don't, I'm not a self-proclaimed great golfer, but, um, I don't know what this league did to me. Uh, and I don't know what the B-Stone boys did to me, but, um, somehow, some way I, I pull through when we need to, I think I'm a really good partner golfer, um, and, uh, hitting Bridgestones of any sort, um, just seems to come into play like you said i'm not, I'm not a fat guy as opposed to my name my my email name um but all of a sudden i think what was that last year maybe the year before all of a sudden um johnny bomb showed up and we're pretty surprised because uh i was not crushing any drives for a long time for years prior uh i don't know what i tweaked what i did but um good things happened and after johnny bomb showed up um the rest kind of filled in and it was really exciting so yeah. So tell, it's just it's just a group of guys that brings it out in me, man. So tell me, guys. Uh, now you did say you had obviously you had a great foursome that day. Now did y'all? How long have y'all been friends with each other? Was it been like a lot of years? Are we all high school buddies, college buddies? What's the deal? So we have a weird group dynamic, and I don't even know if people are going to be able to follow this, but I'll do my best here. So we we most of us met in college. Uh, so Johnny and I were uh, in the dorms. We were neighbors in college. So um, we met that way. And we've, we've been uh, pretty much best friends ever since. Our wives have been best friends since high school, which is weird. So I, is, I told you it gets it weird, odd. man. Trying, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, you just scratching the surface here. Um, and then my brother-in-law was Johnny's roommate in college. <laughs> High school best friend. Yeah. High school best friend. Um, and then Johnny's two best friends, uh, Tina and Shib, who's a Beastone boy. My, and Shib is my brother in law. They got married. And Tina is the sister to my wife. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Dude, yeah. You know, dude, you know what? That, I'm getting confused. You know what? Like y'all guys aren't Mexican, but man, y'all sound like y'all would fit in in a perfect Mexican family. I mean, maybe, <laughs> but, but I mean, it's just, so, I mean, I honestly, okay. I'll put it this way. If it wasn't for our wives and maybe Johnny can agree or disagree here, but if it wasn't for our wives, I don't know if we would have kept the same intense in close friendship because all of our wives are really good friends from high school. And we just kind of ended up pairing off like through the college years, if that makes sense. So um, like, I didn't even meet Chris, who's, who's one of our founders and, and the guy that created the, the giant golf league that we do. I never would have met him if it wasn't for my wife, but we always make fun of them saying that now we're closer than they ever were. Like <laughs> it just, it just worked out that way. So that, that, that's probably that's probably good for y'all to keep y'all keep playing golf man shoot that's awesome i mean no no wife likes to send their husband to the golf course especially when there's a couple kids running around at home but we we all married good 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 women and and they understand and they they support us let us do our thing um but yeah i mean we're all just a bunch of friends from pretty much college and up and we met each other through our wives and we just became closer and closer. And then we, we kind of formed this golf league and, you know, we, now we see each other once a, once a week. So minimum. That's pretty badass, Johnny, tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about your family life. Yeah. Uh, I got two young kids. Um, my daughter just turned two this past weekend and, uh, I got a son who's going to be four coming up, uh, in August. And so my wife and I, we just, uh, chase those kids around like crazy. It's super fun. Um, I, I got a, a new putter last year and, uh, I've been like busting it out here in the basement and just kind of putting around. And it's just great to see them like try to grab their clubs. They still have plastic clubs. Um, but I'll tell you what, it's, <laughs> I got real balls down here and, uh, it gets a little hectic with, um, them trying to basically, go full swing. And I'm like, no, we're just, we're Johnny taps right now. So let's just go ahead and tap. <laughs> not Johnny, tap bombs, not Johnny, not Johnny bombs, Johnny taps. Yeah, that's right. All right. How long right. you been married? Uh, coming up, wait, five years, five years. Oh dude, come on, man. Oh, you're going to get him in trouble here. That's it. Yeah. Man. <laughs> All right, Kev. So tell me, uh, family life. How long you been married? Oh boy. Been married. Uh, God, what's copper? Is that seven years? That's seven years now, six years, seven years. Oh man, I don't even know. I don't even know those things. I just know some are like cotton and wood that I don't really know what years those are. So we just celebrated the capper year and uh, we got two kids here. We got Emma who is six and Dominic who's four. Um, His nickname is Monster Man because he's just, he turns into the Hulk pretty much at any given point. I like that. uh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But they're, they're great. Um, You know, they're just, uh, we're trying to get through this whole school thing and uh, work from home thing and trying hasn't, to keep some kind of normalcy for them right now. So hasn't it been crazy, man? I'm a, I'm a school teacher, you know, and I'm a PE teacher. My wife, she's a biology teacher and she's on meetings. I'm on meetings. And really my job is I have, I have two daughters. I have an 11 year old and I have a seven year old. And my wife's like, Hey, your job is to make sure the seven year old gets all her shit done. And I'm just like, I'm a PE teacher trying to teach all these damn subjects, you know, and uh, my kids go to my school, but I'm thankful. I only see them like 30 minutes a day, you know, but 
I, like we're at each other's throats here. I mean, it's like it's like the Thunderdome over here. Like, man, like three people are entering and one damn person's leaving. You know, like <laughs> we fight, we cry, we laugh. I mean, oh my gosh! But you know what? I used to think people that strangled their kids were monsters. Now, like, I, I can sympathize. Like, I can sympathize. I said, you know what? Now I get it. I totally get why these people did this. All right, guys. So let's get into some golf right here. Um, let me see right here. Let me get back to my little. All right. So um, we, we talked about who makes up the B-Stone boys. And uh, Kev, when we first talked, uh, you, ta- you told me about this badass trip y'all had planned for Vegas. Uh, tell me a little bit about that trip. <laughs> Um, it's canceled. <laughs> Just uh, like no, no shit. A lot of stuff's canceled, man. But tell me, I guess was it going to be your first year, or is something y'all had done before? Tell me about this big Vegas event. So, uh, so the the B Stone Boys League and uh, a few other guys from the the big golf weekend that we do in uh, in uh, August and September. We we've been going to Vegas now. I think it's been three or four years. Uh, we head out toward, uh, we usually stay either like the Flamingo or the Link, somewhere on the Strip there. And, you know, they got they got casinos here in Detroit. And, of course, uh, Windsor Caesars Casino is right across the river in Detroit, in Canada there. So gambling is something that is easily accessible and something we do. We also have a lot of Indian reservations and uh, Indian casinos up in Michigan based on the land up there. So... Um, I mean, going to the casino has just been kind of a part of our upbringing since we turned <laughs> 18 to 21 and, you know, Vegas is Vegas. So, you know, we started going every year. We, we get these wristbands that, you know, get us into these, this all access area. Um, you know, we free food, free booze, just a million screens. And, uh, I mean, all the Las Vegas stories that we can't tell on the podcast that happened. So, um, I mean, it's just that's what I want to hear. That's that, that's mm. what I want to hear. You know? Okay. All right, I'll give you one. I'll give me one. I'll give you one. I'm gonna give you one. Uh, oh boy, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna <laughs> give you. <laughs> just give me a juicy uh, one. Just a juicy one. I just I just want something to get excited about. I miss out on my biggest trip, so you know what? I need just a little bit of something. I am curious which one this is gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't think it's gonna be the. All right, it's going to be the Vegas one. So it's going to be Vegas, and <laughs> Johnny, I'm going to tell the Corona story. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, like I said, it's free food and free booze, and they have these giant tables. It's a giant ballroom. There's giant television screens everywhere. We keep going. That day was a Corona day for whatever reason, so we're all drinking Coronas, and we go up to the bartender. And we're going up like a lot because it's Vegas and it's free and, you know, you don't feel anything in Vegas and you're invincible. Where, where are you the, at? Where are you at in Vegas though? Like where, what hotel or what, uh, where are y'all at right now? Uh, this particular party is the Flamingo. Okay. Love the so Flamingo. It's, it's at the Flamingo. It's up in the ballroom there. And the bartender, I think, just gets tired of serving us. So <laughs> Chris walked up there and asked for a Corona. And the guy handed him a bucket of Corona. It was six. So he came back to the table and we were all just like, okay. So we all went up and asked for a bucket of Corona and the guy did it. And before we knew it, there was just like 
there was a giant Corona bucket in the middle surrounded like petals and a flower surrounded by other Corona buckets. There had to have been probably 30 beers there, maybe more 36, 42. I don't know. There was a ton of beer there. That's all I know. And then the games are over and it was time to leave, but we still had buckets. So then we grab our buckets and we're walking the casino floor with our giant Corona bucket. Actually, no. Didn't we get buckets to go, Johnny? Oh, yeah. yeah. I had uh, I had two buckets myself. To go. <laughs> buckets to go. Buckets of beer to go. Buckets to go. So, I'm, hoping so y'all Johnny, took, I'm hoping y'all took care of this bartender, dude. I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do. He took care of us. Uh, yeah, he took care of us. Um, so we're walking on the floor and we just, we find a blackjack table and we set our buckets down and just the carpet is soaking wet because the ice is melting. It's in, you know, hot Vegas. There's a million people around and we're just reaching down and just grabbing Corona's like, like their water bottles. I mean, it was, I, I can't tell you how we made it to the next day of the viewing party, but we did. Um, but that was the, uh, that was the infamous Corona night in Vegas. All right, let me ask you one thing. Here in Texas, and um, Kevin, I know you're familiar with Dallas. So um, do you all like beer salt on your beer? Uh, no. Be, being from Michigan, it's more of a – we're more purist with the craft beer kind of thing just because that's yeah. – I mean, oh, you're, you're that's all not, that sounds – yeah, that sounds so snobby. Oh, my God. But it's just like that's just what we prefer. Um, I know um, for me personally, um, I actually like more of the German style beer um, or or like a summer wheat. I'm not oh. so much of the yeah. I'm not so much <laughs> of a I'm not so much of an IPA guy. I'll let Johnny speak to that because we got one of the best IPAs here in Michigan that's ever been born and too hard. But yeah, so. I'm a big IPA guy, but um, I don't know. I also like really light beers, especially if we're bowling for some reason. I don't know. Ice cold like cheap beer for bowling that's how you rip strikes well I'm, <laughs> well i'm gonna tell you um I'm, I'm a little bitch when it comes to beer like so i'm like I, whenever i go somewhere i'm like does it taste like a bud light does it taste like a does it taste like a corona premiere does it taste like a megalo ultra okay <laughs> i'll have that well see here in texas man we love beer salt like we put beer salt on all kinds of crap like man like twang is like huge over here and like we we give one of my buddies a hard time. His name's Hyman. He drinks like all these IPAs. Oh, they got Hopadilla, brother. They got the Indian Pale Ale. And you know, the big joke with me and my buddies is that we we says, "Oh, you want a Cockenslager? That's his favorite beer right now, a Cockenslager." So you are telling me, Kev, that's your favorite type of beer, right? Um, I mean, <laughs> I will say this though. Uh, I when I'm on the golf course, I I drink a Bud Light Lime. Not because I prefer it, but because when I drink Bud Light Lime, for whatever reason, I start playing better. It's like a, it's just a superstitious thing. So on the course, if I'm in my golf cart, um, if the Bev cart girl comes around, I'm like, do you got any Bud Light Lime? Because the cavern's down two strokes. I got to get going here. <laughs> you got you to gotta get, get it going. All right, guys. So tell me... Uh, uh, you know, you told me a bit about the the B Stone Boys and how y'all came together and what your weird, crazy dynamic. How I don't, I don't know. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of stuff that brought y'all together and keeps y'all together. So tell tell me, Johnny. Uh, I'll start with you, Johnny Bums. Tell me what's like your favorite memory that you have of golf. Maybe not per se with the B Stone Boys or just about golf in general. Wow, that's a big question. Um, I so 
I'll talk about one memory that I, I think it was from our guys golf trip last year. Um, I forget what course we were playing. Again, we were up in Northern Michigan um, and we just play a whole series of courses and, and, you know, staying hydrated that whole time. You know, I, I don't remember what course it was, but I do remember, um, I don't know. I think we had a record amount of guys that last year were over 20 guys. I think we were like at 22, maybe um, all golfing. And so we set out and um, we're playing really slow and it wasn't because we were playing really slow because we were actually playing the scramble. Um, we had, I don't know who was in the front. I think it was a couple. It was just like a guy and a girl and they were playing like slower than like humanely possible. I'm not sure what happened. So we're playing 18. And so eventually we just like are stacked on each other, which ended up being really fun because we got to hang out a bunch and like mess with each other. And uh, I think on one par three, somebody stole like the flag and uh, made it really difficult for the other guys. But I'll never forget. I think we all stacked up finally on 17 and we ended up playing as like 20 of us. 17 and 18 all together because the course was like already ruined at that point and we had nowhere <laughs> to go. And even after we played all 20 of us, we still caught up to the couple in front of us. Like, but I just remember like seeing this, like after we all drove, which took about a half hour, <laughs> we were all in our golf carts and there was like, I don't know how many golf carts was that? Like 12? Yeah, it was 12. It was 12. Yeah. Just like cruising down the fairway at the same time. It was like such a cool memory of just like the V-Stone boys, the guys, and uh, I don't know, the camaraderie of the, the whole trip. It was awesome. I, I actually remember that because Johnny and I were in the same cart and I was like, we both kind of like looked at each other and it's like, would you ever see something like this before? Because the sun was actually starting to set a little bit. You know, you had a little pink, a little yellow in the sky and uh just all these carts just driving straight down the fairway. It was just really, uh, that's a really cool. I mean, that, that could have been mine, but I didn't pick that memory, but <laughs> yeah, Johnny, you stole that. You stole my, you're stealing my thunder over here, guy. Hey, it was a good question. I had to come up with a good answer. That was a good question, man. But Kevin painted a really nice picture though. He said, you know, the sun was setting. It had all the colors and man, you, you know, it was beautiful. That was beautiful. Kev. Team I golf, mean, I, team story, man. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was. I remember, like, as he was telling it, I was like, all those colors popped in my eyes. Like, I remember that exactly. What I want to know is, how did y'all figure out whose ball was whose? Oh yeah, um, there's there's been a couple of mix-ups. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> all right all right kevin so tell me so tell me johnny had a, that's a pretty badass story because the way i like to do my podcast is you know what i always want to hear everyone's favorite like favorite memory because you know there's and, I'll, and kevin i told you this when we talked that one time is just that uh, it's hard for me to listen to music I, I love to listen to a lot of podcasts and so i'm hoping that my listeners they want to hear everyone's favorite because for the most part i mean you're that's what you're going to hear when you listen to me i want to hear everyone's favorite memory so tell me Outside of this one that Johnny Bomb said, uh, what's your favorite golf memory? Uh, for me, so I'll give you two because I have a personal one and then I have a group one, like like Johnny explained. It's not the same one, obviously. Um, but I 
we headed out to Grand Rapids, Michigan for a, uh, a fundraiser. Um, one of those golf outings that raised uh, awareness for, for breast cancer. So my wife, I my wife and I went, um, our other buddy, uh, Eli, who's, he's, he's like the unofficial member of the B-Stone boys. Um, unfortunately he decided to better himself and go back to school. So he couldn't, he couldn't attend our golf league. Oh, man, what, <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, Eli's the, like the, he's like Pete best. He's, he's like the one that didn't, didn't make the cut for the Beatles. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's the, he's the one uh, that gets left off of like, everything, right? Like when when you hear his name, you're like, yeah, oh yeah, I remember hearing about that guy. But he, he, unfortunately, he didn't join our golf league because of uh, you know, he, like I said, he's going back to school and and, and getting uh, whatever he needs to get done for him and his family. But anyway, um, so it's me and him and my wife and his wife, and we're on the very first hole, which I think it was very weird that the first hole on a golf course was a par three that's, that's rare. usually them that's, that's rare. rare and so we went out there and it's my first i had no practice swings we were running late we literally jumped on the golf court and ran right up to the tee i i think i was the second one to go and if i hit the stick i didn't hear it but i was three inches from a hole in one on my very first swing of the day and i was like Oh, that was, like that had to have been so close because I saw the dimple, like I, I saw my ball mark and I was like, man, that, that had to have just missed. Cause then the ball was still three inches from the hole. So would, for me, that's like, like the, cl- would that have been your first hole in one? Oh yeah. I, like, I, like I said, I'm covering the holy one without a hole in one. Uh, <laughs> I, I've never had one either. I've never even had an Eagle. Shoot. Man. Oh, I got I got an eagle, um, which feels I great. Jerk, <laughs> feels great. All right, um, so so okay, so give me. You said you had a second memory too. Yes, my uh, so Danny, the handsome one in the group, he was part of our B Stone Boys group that day, and you know during the whole origination, the origin story, if you will, of the B Stone Boys, and our best shot was stuck behind a tree, and the tree actually split, so it looked like a Y. And everyone else went around it to go chipping around it. So chip around it, you know, take your medicine and then try and putt for the tie to push the skin. Well, Danny went for it. So Danny chipped through the uprights of the tree. Right, right in the cup. No way. He synced it. Yeah. For, bir- well, for birdie or for par? Or for par? Oh, Dunkaroo for a par, uh, for a birdie. Dunkaroo for a birdie. Oh, so y'all got it. So, y'all got the skin. We had well, we got the carryovers too. <laughs> well, what was on the line? Uh, I think there was. I think that ran seven skins. I think it carried over seven. Because I mean, again, it's a big group. Yeah, and we're and we're, we're all we do a good job of of dividing up evenly. We still like draw names for randomness, but. Everyone's got their tier, so they're pretty even as far as the the skill set goes. So everyone's usually going par, you know, riding the par train. Like if if you if you snag a birdie, it's a pretty good indication you got a, a skin. But even so, like it it doesn't you know if it's an easy skin, it's probably not going to hold. So yeah, when Danny split that, 
I, I remember just running down the hill because we, you know, everyone was waiting for him because yeah. we all had our putters. We knew we already knew where we were. And then he sunk that. I just ran down the hill and kind of blacked out. A oh, so I'm, sure, so I'm sure you're all going nuts. Well, at least four of us were. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So tell me, guys, uh, obviously, y'all, y'all play skins. What's one of y'all besides playing skins? Uh, I guess, do y'all play, do y'all like to play Wolf or Nassau? I guess, what's, what's the one thing y'all like to gamble and just really put on the line? So, well, I would say for the, the B-Stone Boys League, the, something new we did this year was the Eagle Pot. So we all put in money each week, and whoever grabs the eagle gets the pot. Now, all of last year, nobody had an eagle during, during league play. Yeah. So during the, And we only play nine because we all have jobs, and we have to work until like 5.36 o'clock. So we can only get nine holes in before the night's over. So no one got an eagle last year. And we thought, let's do an eagle pot. Second week, one of our uh, B-Stone boys, Shib, the sneaker teacher, the educator, goes solo birdie because we play scramble, two-team scrambles. He was partnered with Danny. Didn't need him. <laughs> Didn't need him. <laughs> took the, tore it up took that the, day. Yeah, took the, his uh, Bridgestone uh, XS. He uses the Tiger Woods ball. Took that. Just... I think he piped it 290 and then put one on from like 210. Like, like it was deep. <laughs> it was deep. And then I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't in the foursome, so I didn't see it. But um, yeah, and then he put just it, some- I was, I was in it. He put it to the back of the green and then uh, just put it the son of a bitch right in. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> How much was that worth? How much was that worth? <laughs> so it was only week two, so it wasn't worth it. It was, I mean, it was worth something, but uh, uh, so it was only you, worth didn't, the, you didn't even let the pot build up, right? Yeah, <laughs> he didn't even let the pot build up. So uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, toward the end of the season, we're you're going to get it a little bit higher now. But I think at that point, it was only worth about like thirty six bucks. I think that's how it works out. <laughs> oh, or thirty two bucks, that sucks, like that. man. You wanted to build up at least, maybe you said like a year, sure. like a year would have been legit, right? All right, guys. Uh, one one thing I always ask my guests: What uh, favorite golf movie? Go ahead, Johnny Bombs. Eddie Shack. Favorite character. Uh, I don't know, man. Can I say the Gopher? Uh, hey, <laughs> hey he, he's got some good moves, man. For being a plump guy, he's got some good moves. I'll tell you what. So I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Shibs parents like so i was high school friends with him so we used to play video games in his basement like all the time and they had that gopher sing that song and you just press a button and you just like tore it up and uh that's all i can like think about from that movie as i just always had that image like going down there almost every day after school playing video games and then just seeing the gopher tear it up uh, i always like how judge snail's nephew was was drinking all the drinks at that one party and he's just drinking all the drinks, you know, the leftover drinks. And then he finally gets the one with the cigarette in it and he has to spit it out. I was like, that's what you get guy. All right. Kid, favorite golf movie. Uh, I mean, because of, of, I guess the time I grew up, I'm going to say happy Gilmore. I mean, Caddyshack's like, it's like, it's one B, but happy Gilmore is one A for me. 
just because I mean, I we had a we had one VHS tape of Happy Gilmore, uh, and then up here in Michigan, a big thing is you go up north to your cottage, but up north there's no TV. Like you don't even you don't even get the uh, the bunny ears up there. Um, so you have to do VHS tapes, and we only had one VHS tape up there, and it was Happy Gilmore. So, I mean, I've I've seen that movie probably close to like sixty times. Probably oh, more. Love it. Like, love it. I, I mean, I still love it. It's still fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Favorite, favorite character outside of happy. Outside of happy. Shooter. Oh, <laughs> Shooter again. Okay. You know what? I was listening to, I was actually listening to the radio the other day. And because there's, there ain't shit going on with the corona and all this stuff, right? So uh, they talk about top five villains. On somebody's list, Shooter McGavin was one of their top five. And I was like, Damn, I was like, that is a good villain right there. All right, guys, uh, who are you playing? You know, uh, we love the game of golf. Who are you playing your last round? If it, it's your last foursome, uh, you know, I guess, you know, y'all have a big group. Who are you playing your last round with? Who's in that foursome? Alive or dead, does it matter? Does not matter. Oof, that's a good question, man. Um, well, I never... I never met my grandpa on my dad's side. So I'd say I'd put him in there. Um, I'd put Steve Eiserman in there for sure. Oh. And then, oh man, the last person I'm going to play around to golf with. You're going to make fun of me. Probably. Justin Timberlake. Ah, uh, dude. I, okay. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people like celebrities and stuff that, that you like or you can't stand. You know what? I cannot stand that dude. I hate JT. I cannot stand what? him. Oh, I man. Stand this JT. is going down. I, I cannot stand him, dude. Okay, because, okay, one thing is, like, I'm in love with Jessica Biel, and you know what? He's got that chick, all right? Uh, he was on the Mickey Mouse Club, you know? I mean, like, I always wanted to be on the Mickey Mouse Club, and I'm like, this guy, you know what? I just, I just can't, I can't stand him. He was in that one movie with Mila Kunis, and I love Mila Kunis. Like, she is, like, so cute. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, hey, I'm a Mexican guy, Hispanic. I love me some Mexican women. But you know what? Mila Kunis, that's one white girl, like, I really dig. Like, really dig. She's, uh, I thought she was, isn't she Russian or Romanian? I don't know what she is. She's just not Mexican. And I'm like, hey. (laughs) uh, I mean. Is she Russian? I mean. Oh, crap. Dude, my mind's blown. My, my last, I mean, he's going to complete out the foursome, Justin Timberlake. And when you're finished eating your peanut butter and jealous sandwich, you can tell me who your four people are. Oh man. Foursome. Okay. All right. We'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> Go ahead, Johnny. Tell me. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we well, got to know real quick, dude. Come on. We're okay. running out of time. Okay, here, yeah, yeah. We're running out of time here. Um, so I know it's cliche cause I already said Caddyshack, but Bill Murray would be tight. Uh, you're you're a bill murray guy dude yes uh, he's not a bill murray guy well okay <laughs> he's gold okay, okay johnny off, off the subject here you know i guess is, is chive a big thing that the chive i guess is that a big thing up there in michigan or or what like you know i mean i i know it's a website yeah i'm not i guess I like know. like <laughs> it was a kcco keep calm and chive on i guess or whatever right I right, guess yeah. for a while, that was a big thing. And I asked somebody, I said, what's a chiver? I asked somebody one time here in town, what's a chiver? And this guy goes, think of Bill Murray. Bill Murray is, his attitude, the way he carries himself, is the epitome of what a chiver is. 
And I'm like, okay, all right, all right, okay. <laughs> all right, okay, yeah. so we got, we got William Murray, William Murray. Yeah, yeah. And who um, I think uh, George W. Which one? Bush. Is that the junior or senior? Oh, ju- uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, junior, junior. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he seems like right. he'd be really fun. <laughs> really fun. All right. Um, I don't know the last. Let's see. Um, what else would be good? Um, we'll get back yeah. to that one. Think about that one, and and think. I'm going to tell you on my four or who's yeah. in my four. Good, good, good. And and you think about that one. Well, besides myself, I'd have to say my dad. I really started this podcast as a way to stay closer to my dad. Uh, for the first 18 years of my life, it wasn't it wasn't smooth. Uh, him and my mom were never married. I was a love child, if you can't tell. You know, hey, you know, I'm still a love <laughs> child. And uh, we had a rocky relationship. But when my mom passed away, i say about eight years ago, we were kind of already on our way to getting, uh, you know, having a good relationship. And golf is the big binder. And so I, I think ultimately, sometimes I get a lot of questions. Uh, the people ask me a question, uh, why, do you, why do you have the podcast on the website? And... I really didn't have an, a good answer. And I, and ultimately it just kind of took some deep thought. I say, you know what? I do it just a, as a way to stay close to my dad. Cause I mean, that's all we do. We talk, we talk golf, we play golf all the time. So he's like, that's my go-to. Like if I had one spot open that it's going to my dad, you know, it's going to my pops. So it'd be my dad. Um, I'd have to say another one like Tiger Woods. I, I got into the damn game because I love Tiger. And plus, you know, I, I'd love to, hear some of his crazy stories that he had from, you know, uh, the good old days, you know, from before like 08, you know, 08 around that time, you know, when he was, you know, King Dean. I don't know if he's talking about those. I know, but I'm I'm just saying though, that's what I want to hear some of those stories. Right. I mean, it's your dream. It's, if it's a dream, it's happening. So that's right. It it is happening. Gotta get his favorites. And and you know what? Uh, I'd I'd have to say, I'd have to say um, Charles Barkley too, you know, Man, he's my yeah. favorite athlete of all time, and I'm sure I'd CB be able to 34? whoop that dude. I should be able to whoop him and take some money some... off of him. Well, yeah, anyway, it'd be Charles Barkley in golf. Ah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Johnny, you got it. You got your fourth. Okay, um, I think I'm going to pick Chris, who's already in our in the Beastone Boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, so he holds that, that dear of a place in your heart, right? He, he's that well, good of a guy, I will say. Yeah. He's that good of a guy, and uh, he's so much fun. And um, typically, I wouldn't say it's 100% of the time. But, well, I'm, I, I guess it is when uh, we have the guys' golf trip. But um, we typically, on 18, gather around the, uh, the last green as everybody's kind of coming in. And um, for some reason, each year it rains at some point. Always, right? It and always has to. Some, yeah. And uh, that doesn't stop us. And uh, it also doesn't stop Chris from typically stripping down and um, sprawling across the green for a little oh, intimidation. I love it. I love Chris. I love Chris. Yeah, he sounds Chris awesome. is the best. So, I don't, uh, I don't know if you're going to want to see this photo, though. But uh, there's no photo. There's no photo. <laughs> there's no there, photo. there is none. Yeah, there's no there's photos. No photo. Right, wink. Plural. All right, guys, uh, from uh, you've told me some great stories about the Beastone boys. Now, is there one thing, one story, uh, maybe Johnny, Kevin, 
that stands out the most as probably being the craziest, the craziest thing that has happened to y'all on any of y'all's golf outings? Um, the limo story, Johnny? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Lay it on me. Lay it on me. That's all you. All right. Okay. So like, like, like we, we've already said, Northern Michigan, Northern Michigan, we, we golf in Northern Michigan. There's not a lot in Northern Michigan. I mean, the golf courses are beautiful. There's a ton of golf courses, but when it comes to like accommodations and services, they're scarce. So it was one of the guy's weddings. I'm not going to say who it was one of the guy's weddings and we needed transportation to get to a gentleman's club. And of the course we, one. I like this story. The, I already, the, I already like, I already like the setting. The, 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 the one picture. gentleman's club within a 300 mile radius uh, <laughs> in hey, that area. Hey, you'll sniff it out, right? Y'all sniff it out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got a guy that was sneaking Um, anyway, so we call the gentleman's club and we let them know our predicament that they don't have nine Ubers to take us <laughs> to where we need to go because we have such a large group. And so they say, well, we have a limousine and it's, and we go, all right, well, how much is it to rent the limousine? We're about Johnny, how far away were we? It was over an hour. It was over an hour of driving. Yeah. Damn. It was all back. And it had to be and it had to be back roads because it was a limousine. It couldn't go on the highway. I think that's why it was an hour, but yeah. I think that's why it was an hour. So it wasn't the distance, it was the route. Because we had to take bumpy, we had to take bumpy dirt roads as opposed to a smooth highway. <laughs> in a limo. Because in yeah. a limb in, in this and this wasn't a nice limo, mind you. This is a gentleman's club limo in the outskirts of Northern Michigan in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, you know, it's just like, you know, you gotta, you gotta go with, you gotta go with the flow. You got to. Yes. You gotta go with the flow. Yes. You have to. Um, I mean, my, I know myself and I know Johnny, we're, we're not, we're not really strip club guys. You know, we, we don't hate on it. It's just not our thing, but we're going to go because, (laughs) <laughs> we, we, we're going to go because we're part of the team. We're part of the squad and we want to support our, our buddy getting married. And so we all climb into this thing and there's just too many of us for, for the room inside that limo. And we are, we are, I mean, it's like, we're literally like laying next to each other on the floor and on the seats to all fit in. And it's so crammed in there and it's so hot. And we're all just breathing this recycled air. It was it was terrible and terrifying at the same time. Like it was just all the worst parts of the Bible inside of a limousine. Oh, and, those are my favorite parts of the Bible. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we like, I, I got to a point where I like, I looked at Johnny, I was like, are you okay? And he just goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was like, I was worried about him. Like I saw a look on his face. I'm like, you okay? He goes, no. But you know, we, we, we got there, we walked inside and immediately walked back out and just sat next to the cooler. But you know, that was probably one of the most ridiculous, crazy, wild out memories ever outside of what happened inside. But I'm not going to tell this. I'm not telling this. I just want to know, did they have their A team on or was it their C squad, like C-section squad out there? Uh, <laughs> that's all i want to know last thing just tell me was it was it was it their a team 
or was it their B, it, their bench players, or was it the C section girls? That's what I want. If <laughs> if it was if it was their A team, then yikes! They're, they're like the Browns. I think it. <laughs> I think it was the A team. It just from the area, the A team there is not comparable to a it, real A team. <laughs> so it's more like a JV squad. It was like a JV squad, right? Yeah. It was the. Uh, it was the. It was the A team at community college. <laughs> <laughs> at, at, the, at, the, at the local at the local jewish community center or what Is that something like that <laughs> all right guys was, yeah all right last thing okay i just have a section it's called beyond the stakes and i say controversial topic but it's really like a controversial topic that i deal with uh my friends always say i have like no filter and i say you know what look I, I'm 40 years old. I don't got time to BS. So I'm like, if I want to know something, like I'm going to ask somebody like this one guy, I'll tell you this quick story. This one guy, uh, he was like a big, he was, he was a big like political guy around town. Well, he got busted for something, right? I couldn't even remember, but because it was before I knew him, uh, I played around a golf with him and I just came out and said it. I said, Hey, why'd you get, why'd you get thrown in jail for? And all my friends are just looking at me like, dude, what are you doing? I said, I want to know. I don't, I want to hear it from his side. You know, and he tells me, Oh, they had a sting and they set me up to be on the take. And I was like, Oh, he had a great story, you know? And I never knew why, you know? And I was like, Oh, that's why he got thrown in jail. You know what I mean? So like, I just, if I want to know something, I just ask. So for me being on the golf course, I always say my type of golf game is I I play chameleon golf. I'm like, Oh, you want to play? Give me, give me golf. Okay. You want to play? Give me putts. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Or you want to play bitch golf where you put everything out? I said, I could do that too. You know, it's like, or you want to drop in the rule books and no, you dropped it from your shoulder, not from knee level. I'm like, I can play however you like. So for me, a big thing is golf etiquette. All right. So tell me what's some things that some of your playing partners can do, or maybe even something, something that some things that your buddies do that, that get to you while you're on the course. Ooh, country music. Mm-hmm. Country music. So that, that's a big turnoff for you on the course. Huge. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What kind of music I, do you listen to, Johnny? Anything else. <laughs> anything else? <laughs> Legit. Um, yeah, basically anything else. But no, yeah, I think some of the guys like that. And especially when we go up north and uh, have our guys golf trip, uh, some of the guys bring out the, the little portable speakers and stuff like that because we're in the middle of nowhere. And um, country music, man. Can't do it. Damn. So, do it. so you don't like, you don't like, what is it? Uh, like Jake Owens. You don't like George Strait. No who, <laughs> who are these people? <laughs> George Strait, man. He's the king of country. No idea. Uh, well, I just say, I just say that because you know what? Hey, he, everyone says he lives here in San Antonio. So I don't know. All right. So tell me, so, so tell me, Kevin, uh, biggest pet peeve when you're on the course. Uh, golfing with someone who's a Chicago Blackhawks fan. <laughs> uh, Dude, you don't like the Hawks? I know you're you're I know you're a Red Wings kind of guy. I know I saw, I saw the jerseys. Man, is it that much of a hatred? Is it is it that much of a rivalry? Yeah, it's it's more than what <laughs> you think. Is it really? Is, yeah. is it like Michigan Ohio State kind of? Is it like North Carolina Duke or is is that the kind of? I'm not a hockey <clears throat> guy. I, I love hockey. Shoot, I love watching it. I only like watching it live. I'm not a big guy, fan of watching on TV, but I, I, man, watching live, I love watching the stars and man, I, I go nuts. You know, I go nuts when I'm, when I'm there. If you're a Chicago Blackhawks fan and you are golfing with me in a foursome, 
I'm going to destroy you and then tell you for all 18 holes while, why my franchise, the Detroit Red Wings, is superior to your franchise, the Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, guys. Okay, uh, we're really running out of time here. Last thing. Do y'all have any golf rivals? Like, is there any guys, is there any group of guys out there or just some jerk-offs where you're like, man, I love to play him. I love to play him because I want to beat him. Or do y'all have any golf rivals, like, in, you know, maybe that are, that are, that might be go, you know, that frequent the same courses y'all do or just some group of guys that y'all just can't stand? I don't know, Johnny, you got one? I don't know if I have any rivals. So here's the thing that I love so much about the Beastone Boys is our our league is like it's perfectly. I don't know how you could pick like a better group of guys um, for how they show up on the course because everybody you kind of want to be everybody, uh, but everybody has like kind of the same skill set. So you could rake. ABC players, but it's not always consistent, you know, like our A's are not always A's and, and so on. And so I think that dynamic makes it super fun. And so it kind of makes each week a new rivalry, you know, and, and Kevin is the uh, commish to the league. And uh, what makes it extra special is like, he spends probably no time, but just getting a ton of time writing these emails of recaps of oh, what man. happens each week. I like that. The follow-up. And I like that. It's, it's just awesome because it really brings us together. So, um, yeah, it's super fun. So I don't know if I have like a real rivalry rivalry where I'm like button heads with people because it's just too much fun to be out on the course, especially during these times. Yeah, I, I feel you there, man. Shoot, it just – I mean, I, I mean – I got a rough. I only get to play like two times a week and this week I'm playing three times a week. So, you know, I feel your pain there. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I don't know if I can do any better than what Johnny just said. That's exactly right. A hundred percent. Including the compliment to me. <laughs> <laughs> but you need it, right? You need it, Kevin. You have no idea. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> do y'all have any questions for me? Yeah, man. Uh, what do you want from us? Because we're willing to give it to you. No, oh, like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, hey, man. Normally, I get that on the second date. Kevin. <laughs> well, all right. Let me re- let me rephrase that. Um, <laughs> uh, what can we do to 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 help out the Nothing Is Ob podcast? Because we really appreciate you guys having us on. Oh man, shoot, dude! It's just it's just push my website, man. Push my social media, and I'll do the same thing for y'all. You know, I'm just I'm just trying to put stuff out there that guys like you and I would want to listen to, you know, uh, because like I said earlier, I think there's a lot of crap music being put out there. Um, podcasts, I do listen to foreplay and I was listening to the guys for a long time, you know, and then it's a lot. It's like an hour and a half of just like a lot of stuff. I'm like, dude, I want to hear some golf stuff like I want to hear these what makes up, you know, and then plus I can only hear so many dick and fart jokes, you know, for about an hour and a half. And I'm just, I'm just trying to push this. Uh, we have two golf radio stations here in town, or we have two golf shows in town and they're cool dudes. I used to work for one of the guys, great guy, but they have to make money. They have to sell stuff. They have to sell airtime. And so a lot of times I'm hearing stuff. It's like a bunch of plugs, a bunch of pushes, a bunch of commercials, infomercials. And I say, you know what? I just, I want to hear everyone's 
like greatest story, their greatest moment, who is in their foursome, who is in their perfect or, you know, their last foursome. Uh, man, I just, if you can, any, if you have anybody that you think would be good for the show, man, shoot them my way. You know, now that uh, I, I'm, everything is self-taught for me. So uh, I'm not really good technology wise. So it's taken me a while to get this. And uh, that, that's pretty much it, man. I just, if you just want to help push this front this, man, I want to send y'all some merch so you can throw it to some of your guys. Um, I got a lot of it. And I just, I'm just trying to grow this, grow the, grow the podcast, grow the website. That's, that's really it, man. You know, and if you have anybody that you think would be great for it, man, shoot them my info. You got it, man. And tell you what, uh, after this is all done, I'm going to reach back out make sure we get your address. We'll send you some B-Stone Boys stuff. We don't get a lot because, you know, we're nonprofit as in we don't know how to make a profit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Same here, man. Same here. So we'll, we'll exchange information. We'll make sure we get your stuff out there. Um, I'll see if, if what I can do about getting you some, some of the new, uh, the bridge symbols. Have you done the, the test on the website there? To see no, where you're I have not. All right. So go get VFit. That's the big thing with Bridgestone is they'll VFit you. All you got to do is take a video with your phone real quick. Anyone who's listening right now can do it. You can do it. All you do is take a VFit video. You upload it on their website. They'll send you balls and they'll let you know what, what ball you should play, whether Damn, it be that's the X, badass. dude, it's whether it's the X, the RX, the RXS, or uh, the XS, which is what Tiger Woods plays. So go to the go to v, uh, the Bridgestone.com and get VFit. Submit your video. It takes like five seconds. You do one swing, they analyze it, they tell you what your swing speed is, they let you know which ball is going to work for you. Uh, because with with what Bridgestone has done with their new reactive cover technology. They used, they used a lot of computers. And if you listen to the podcast on foreplay, you can get more details on it. But ultimately, a lot of this information came from Tiger Woods' brain. He was literally just taking balls out and like, you know, remember the Nike commercial? Where yes. he used to do, yeah, he'd tap it and then he'd drive it with the wedge. He would do that with each one and he would be like, yeah, no, yeah, no. He would know on that tap whether or not it was a good ball or not. So, and then he would swing and he would tell them before the computer registered where that ball was, was angled at or the, tra- the trajectory or I think I, I think I, I think I do remember that episode. I remember him about like how particular he was and how he knew things that, like you said, before the computer knew it, you know? Dude, so this, like the access is, it's literally a Tiger Woods ball. Like he designed it. So... I mean, if you want to play like Tiger Woods, which you probably can't, let's be honest out there. <laughs> Anyone who's listening, you're probably not Tiger Woods. Um, but if you want to really improve your game, I'm telling you, these balls, they react to your clubs differently. They come off the face differently. They grab the grooves differently. This is coming from the average golfer who does once a week golf and has improved his game by one stroke in each round this year by switching to the new tour B. I play the, the RX. I have some of those. I have some of those tour B's. I got a couple of sleeves from a golf tournament. And so, uh, hold on real quick. Let me, let me grab them real quick. Go grab them. I'm in my little, my golf room. I got these right here. That's Tiger Woods ball right there. Dude, they were giving these out in the goodie bags. 
Like, and I got yeah. two sleeves of them. No, that's that's what Tiger uses. Uh, Freddie uses the RXS, and Bryson uses the X. Oh man, don't bring so, don't bring Bryson up around me, dude. Don't uh-oh, bring Bryson around. Oh, dude, he's Team Bridgestone, so uh, he's a Texas guy too. He's a Texas guy. You know, but what happened? What did he, how did he hurt you? Uh, it's just too scientific. You know, I'm an idiot. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a jock. You know, I'm just I I you know, you know, I cry at sports movies. You know, like that's like you know, that's the kind of guy I am. I won't cry when there's like a war movie or something else going on, but I'll, I'll cry me over some sports movies. I think it was Justin Timberlake who said, cry me a river, but. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. I did, you know what? I, I did try to do a lot of dance moves from that video. Which All right, one? guys. <laughs> cry me a river. Cry me a river. I mean, cause I just remember him. What is it? Kicking or hitting the picture of Britney, right? Or was it like. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. allegedly. All right, guys. Well, I got to cut this off here, guys, man. Thank y'all so much. Uh, Kevin and Johnny Bombs, Johnny Darts, Johnny Taps. Damn, dude. I wish, you know, I don't even have a nickname. Well, I I do have a nickname. Uh, I just, I have, they're stupid nicknames. I don't know. They're stupid (laughs) fraternity nicknames. And and you know what? They, um, They call me like Little Dirty. Little tattoo, little scumbag, you know, and I'm just hey, we hey, we got a dirty in our group. We do, we do. We got a dirty. We hey. got a McDirty. Hey, I've I've earned I've earned that name, you know, and you know, not these past 12 years I've been married, thank God. But hey guys, I really appreciate it, man. It's been freaking awesome. Uh you know what? This is why I do the podcast. This is why I do it. This is why I have the website because of guys like y'all and groups like the B-Stone Boys. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. Special thanks goes to the B-Stone Boys, the Holy Kevron, and Johnny Taps. Make sure, guys, you go to Bridgestone.com and make sure you get V-Fit. All you got to do is upload a picture, a video of your swing, and it'll help you get the best golf ball fitted for your game. Also, special thanks goes out to Fairways for Warriors, San Antonio chapter. Uh, one of Say thanks, guys, because this year I have been invited back to be actually on the course. And we're going to be doing a little contest, a little giveaway out there on October 5th. That is the Fairways for Warriors Golf Tournament, 7th Annual Golf Tournament, to be played at Canyon Springs Golf Course. If you would like to donate or sign up a team, please contact me on any forms of my social media. Uh, Instagram, nothing is OB. Twitter, nothing is OB, Facebook, Andy Torres, or you can do it within the group. Just search groups, nothing is OB, South Texas Golf Podcast, or we're also on Facebook, nothing is OB Golf Podcast. All right, guys, this is a great organization that truly helps out our combat veterans. All right, so please consider donating. Also, make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And hit me up on any of the social media platforms. Please, guys, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud. Please leave a review. That's how I grow the podcast. That's how I grow the website. I appreciate it. Remember, in the game of life, nothing is obedient.